to the Cat Apartments, fellow music lovers, you are now tuned in to yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I am your host, Kevin. As usual, that is right. I said cat apartment, not basement, because the basement is toast. Uh, you may have heard about this if you listen to the podcast. Recently destroyed by the floodwaters, the remains of Hurricane Florence. We have it so much better than the people in North and South Carolina, but uh, nevertheless, uh, destroyed our shit. I've been down there once to uh, record some demos with my good friend Andre, play some drums. It hurt. I don't recommend playing drums uh, after a year of not playing drums and doing it for more than five minutes because it'll hurt, guys. Um, but really, uh, so the basement is um, its gone. It's a little piece of our history. It is gone. We're, we're going to figure out how to put it all back together, not down there, uh, but make this work. So in the meantime, I am upstairs uh, where uh, we have... You, you listen to this podcast, so you know we have three cats. We have Gus and Gizmo. Uh, those are the brothers. And then uh, my boy Samuel came to us last Halloween. Um, they are they're very sweet boys. They deserve the best, and so we give them the best. We give them their little cat apartment upstairs. The back of the house is a porch. It overlooks a nice alley, a nice yard. Uh, I can now watch the water come into the basement <laughs> from the yard. Um, but none of that really matters. This week we're talking about an album. Finally, we've been having been talking about albums much lately uh but gonna be talking about the album by lonnie holly uh, the name of the album is myth uh it is it was important to me that we get to do this because when i got this album a few months ago i think i think it was a few months ago maybe it's two months and um it it you'll hear me and uh my friend west covey talk about it but it was a uh it's a whole thing it's a whole situation um and uh it's impactful and it it speaks to our times, and it it really uh, enables you to grasp uh, if you feel humanity slipping. It, it's a it's a nice shot of it, and you can grasp on it and and uh, feel. Uh, I think what's good in the world, or at least um, at least some heart. Um, we're going to talk more about that. So I'm not going to intro it more than that, except to say uh, this guy is a living legend. And he cemented that legacy, I think, with this album. But we're going to leave that up to me and uh, Wes to talk through. And uh, that is all we're going to do. Because by the time you get to the end of this, you'll um, you'll, you'll, you'll get it. It's a little homework, a little meditation. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to head to the internets and uh, check in with my man Wes. Uh, and then I'll talk to you on the flip side. Lonnie Holly's myth. Uh, you said your last name Covey, right? Uh, Covey. Covey. Okay, Covey. Mr. There, West there are very Covey. few of us. Yeah, I've only met one other person in my life who pronounces it Covey that is not in my family. 
Oh, okay. Well, Wes Covey, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. You are a uh, longtime listener, amongst other things. Longtime uh, listener, first time caller. Love the show. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, man. But you're also like a musician. See, you're a musician. Are you a uh, librarian? Is that true? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I, um, I do kind of two types of music. I'm an ambient musician under the name mm-hmm. of 10,000 Things. That's kind of my main art. Um, you know, that's what I do every night. Um, and then I'm a, a fingerstyle guitar player. You know, I do kind of, um, you know, folk blues, Celtic. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and, uh, but, but yeah, the, the ambient stuff is, is really my main artwork. And then, um, yeah, I'm a librarian and, um, and a teacher at a private school, um, here in rural Maine. And we, we actually started talking because you heard, found out about Ab. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, and, yeah. uh, he has, he has something in the pipe. That, I'm gonna have yeah, to, I'm, I'm gonna have to edit that out because of spoilers, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, something in the pipe. But, uh, no, we are here to talk about, uh, an album that, uh, came out for me at least came out of the blue this is a couple of months ago and i heard it and i uh immediately like sat down and cried <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I would think and, so and and i've been i've been listening to this nonstop, and it, it's it comes in like waves when you actually can like have the fortitude to listen to it lonnie holly's myth now mm. lonnie holly he's a um Six-year-old guy born in birmingham alabama in the jim crow era he is the seventh of 27 children um, and uh, legend has it he has, he only likes to tell people he may have been traded for a bottle of whiskey when he was four. Um, so different times, indeed, or maybe it's not the kind of thing you generally don't believe when somebody says, and yet, like, well, and, and yet you have this him. like magical character, um, uh, magical in the way like Rykuder is magical. He yeah. seems to be he yeah. seems to be part of this like fabric of America and the world. Um, you know his stuff. Uh, he's generally known for uh, his work in sandstone and uh, and sort of like architectural pieces and sculpture pieces. And uh, back in, you know, he's been doing that for years, known as the Sandman, in fact, for that. Uh, but back in 2012, he said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the jump to music. He put out Just Before Music Then, 2013, uh, keeping a record of it, which I think, and uh, my research is maybe failing here. I think that was might have been, like, a pretty big album for him. I think that might have been, like, Grammy level, where people were like, hey, this guy is, has been doing this stuff forever. And, and wow, this is, like, an amazing piece. Hmm. Uh, so it's been about five years since then. He uh, he teams up with uh, Laraji, who I believe mm-hmm. has something out on Numero now. They've been mining his stuff. His stuff's uh, amazing, yeah. Yeah, it's really amazing. Uh, a duo named Nelson Patton. Um, Richard Swift, who just passed mm-hmm. away, worked on this. Uh, and actually, to tie it back to Roy Cooter, too, saxophonist Sam Gendel. So he is he works with Joaquin Cooter and plays uh-huh. on Roy Cooter's albums. And, stuff, and that's where I actually saw him play here in D.C., huh. um, to uh they all get together to make this album called myth that is a uh i don't know how would you best describe it <laughs> oh man well <laughs> i've got a few things that are probably best to you know hold on to until later in the conversation yeah, 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 yeah. but it i mean the one of the things points. yeah yeah i mean it, it's i'm gonna hold on to my, my, my big reveal but the, one of the things that just struck me right from the start of this is that this is so in line with the history of African American music in mm-hmm. America, um, and I'm you know very specifically saying African American music as opposed to you know black music or, or or whatever because it it feels to me like it comes right out of that tradition of um, you know the, the the music that is made by people who 
you know, weren't brought, who didn't come here by choice. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just, it, it has this feel of, of depth and, and power and rawness and, and pain to it that, um, you know, that, that just comes out of that whole tradition. Um, and he clearly has a knowledge of that as well. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think, uh, that, that has been reflected in his art, but it's certainly reflecting this. Uh, I want to give people an idea. We're not going to play the whole track. Obviously it's, uh, the tracks on this are long. Um, but the the lead off track I'm a suspect uh, sort of sets the tone for the whole album. So uh, take a listen to that, and we'll be right back. In America, I've been going around. No matter if I'm up or if I'm down, I'm a suspect. Beyond the chain gang to the flag, the games are still the same. Since I'm rebel, hold up my hand. Coming at the slave, to show so many of my people, friends and relatives. In their grave, I'm a suspect. So battered up and down, all been whipped around. I thought about the many feet came back home. Plantation real, full of me. I'm a suspect in America. Some mentality. Here I stand accused for the coats. My life has been so misused. Through blood, sweat, and tears, I'm All right, I'm a suspect. Uh, lead off track from Myth. Now you hear that, and you think of old, uh, old gospels. Yes. Uh, old slave songs. Old, yeah. and you know. But what he's talking about is, and what he's talking about a lot on this whole album is not just the black or African American experience in America, but specifically in the age of Trump. Yeah, um, and that's and, the thing. This is such a contemporary album, and though, mm-hmm. it, despite being part of that tradition, without a doubt, you know, it couldn't have been made at a different time. No, I don't think it could have. And, and and I think that's what really gets you. I mean, we're all, um, as you said before, you know, we've been talking about this stuff on the podcast a lot lately. We're all super sensitive to what's going on, obviously, um, because it, it means like you know, the world's going to go on or it's not. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but, you know, especially when it, it relates to the black community, the African-American community, you know, for any progress that was made there, we're seeing that just smashed back. Uh, to a time that uh, is uh, it's horrifying. It was horrifying mm-hmm. before, but now um, to see that, and this is a guy who like experienced it firsthand. Um, w- w- one thing that sticks out to me about like most of the songs on this um, is that how how just honest they are. 
Mm-hmm. This is you get the feel for that. It's like sort of like free jazz. All the piano is improvised. Um, is it poetry? Is it singing? Is it what? What's going on? Yeah, um, and my understanding is that he basically improvises all his lyrics, and so even if uh, that's, he's yeah. like performing a song, you know, he's going to be like he'll he'll never do the same song twice. That's you know, you and I talked a little bit about how how we both struggle to hear lyrics, and and you know, once yeah. I kind of found out about him that he improvises all of that stuff, I kind of said, you know, I don't need to go read the lyrics because they're different every time. If I miss something, that doesn't really matter as much. It's the feel, it's the emotion, it's the power that he's singing with that's kind of even more important than the words themselves. Yeah, and even in like how he's using his voice, um, I mean, I swear he sounds like Nina Simone at some points in this. In fact, you know, on, on it's, it's amazing you say that because I, I had the album on the other day um, when my wife came home and um you know she's got very good musical taste she doesn't like everything that i listen to by any means um and she was kind of like you know what is this like i'm not necessarily opposed but like what is this and it's kind of you know it's a powerful record to come home to and you know not be expecting this to be on and um and and she was you know she mentioned a couple different things but one of the things she said is like this this is nina simone and i was like you know talent on a different level you know nina was (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) you you want talent look at nina simone And, and and, and, you know, not to disparage Lonnie Holly in any way, but, you know, he's not a singer on that level. And, you know, my comment to her was, you know, this is not this is not Sam Cooke singing these songs. No. You know, this is no. not someone whose technical vocal perfection is there, but it wouldn't work if it was. Um, no. And I, and I think I think the Nina Simone connection is actually important because, um, you know, for me, a lot of this record, uh, like I mentioned, you, know, you listen to it, you want to cry. It is an experiential record. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say right now, I think this is this is my favorite record of 2018. I don't, and I haven't I haven't heard anything like this in recent memory. Mm-hmm. But it's certainly the most important record because of the exper- experience it provides you as a listener. If you're willing to pay attention, if you're just looking at this going, you know, hey man, it's just some dude. No, oh, Richard Swift is on it. Cool. Like I don't know, right? And I, but I don't know how you could be because even just from the jump, um, it's like um, it, it's the song "Strange Fruit," but sort of peeled back. Yeah. And instead of instead of implying uh, what that song implies and stuff, it's just talking about it directly. It's like pouring everything of that song out onto the paper, onto the canvas, into your ears, and making you confront it. Like and that's the thing about it being like, made now, and it could only be made mm-hmm. now. You know, at the time that Billie Holiday was both performing at Cafe Society and was recording "Strange Fruit," you know, not for the record label she was signed to, yeah, yeah. because they wouldn't let her. Um, you know, mm-hmm. that was as extreme as you could get. Um, you yeah. know, and I use that song as kind of the you know, it's the the foundation of the class I teach on music history and social change. Um, you know, because her recording is so subtle, and it just it doesn't have that overly emotive or um you know even like like lyrical um you know explicitness um you just couldn't do that then um you yeah. know and, and 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 now for all the horrible things that are happening to to black people in our country right now and to many other people in our country right now you know the one thing that you do have is the ability to say things in words that used to had have to be said in in sound and in music you know it's where what so much jazz comes from is like mm-hmm. i can't speak these words but i can play these notes um and holly you know <laughs> the one thing that you can kind of say is he's able to say these words now in addition to making these sounds but like, who else is is actually doing it in this way? I mean, to, to my memory, like again, I I don't know that I, I I definitely haven't heard an album like this this year. Um no. and, and it is like you know you can say it's a folk album, 
jazz. It, it, it just seems to absorb the entirety of the American uh, artistic experience. Yeah, uh, I've never and, heard and anything else that line. sounds quite like it. It's, no, no. Uh, um, you know, and, you know, you look at the, you've got uh, I'm a Suspect Back for Me. Uh, that's got like a little swing to it. Um, yeah. You know, he, he does uh, explore the, you know, um, the uh, indulgent artist on uh, how far it's spaced out, mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. then follows it up with a 17-minute song called I Snuck Off the Slave Ship. Yeah. Um, which, like, y- there's no ambiguity no. In, <laughs> in this experience, and um, that it, it it's remarkable. I mean, I know we have uh, – this occurs – uh, I think part of what you were saying is this occurs just because you know we have free speech. We've evolved to this mm-hmm. point that we can do this, but it also like it's almost like it, it was necessary. It needed to be drawn out. It needed to be put out this way, not just in like a poem, um, because poetry is great, or even um, a short story or a novel and stuff. But that has a far more limited audience as compared to say music. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's amazing poetry coming out of. Um you know, general communities, uh, like plural, you know, LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. community and, and um, you know, people of color. There's so much amazing poetry coming out. Um, but as you said, like, you know, you're not going to sell that many copies of a book. And I, I don't, I mean, who knows how many copies of this album he's going to sell. And yet, yeah. um, as you said, like, it's so important. And, and it's so interesting because the music, like, it's easy to kind of forget sometimes because the music can be really beautiful and stark and stripped down in the background and sometimes you kind of think like oh you know what is this pretty album that i'm listening to and then yeah. he comes in and you're just like oh shit it's yeah. not what i just <laughs> was thinking it was like yeah and then, and then you're forced to like oh shit this is now an intellectual exercise uh, yeah. in the very best in the very best way uh, i want to play a little bit of a track now um that comes after uh this is like this is the one two punch of the album uh this is one of the fin- finest moments i think in in art period uh in 2018 for me i snuck off the slave ship and then i woke up in a fucked up america so let's hear a little bit of that i fell deeper 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 in a dream and i America Pain was gone So bad Him was crying Crying I woke up, I woke up In a fuck up, in a fuck up America Clients all that had life for years was now called in jail. And walls, the walls, all about the walls, all about the walls, all getting fucked and fighting. About the wall All the way up on the wall I woke up in a 
He says, I went to sleep, I went to sleep anticipating a dream. And I fell deeper, 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 deeper in a dream. And I dreamed that I woke up, that I woke up in a fucked up America. Now that is uh, exactly the experience uh, I think everybody who's sane yeah. had uh, the day after election day. Yeah, even if we stayed up too late to, to um, watch the results the night before and knew yeah. what we were going to wake up to, it's still yeah. uh, honestly every morning feels like that. Every morning does feel like that, and and it's it's it, it's couched. You know, the the lyrics go on the reference of wall, um, so it, it makes it clear specifically about about Trump and Trump's America and stuff. But it also you can place it through time as the experience of the black man. Um, but it's that sort of universality of it that mm-hmm. he brings to it. And whether that's like intentional, if it's improvised, like it's just, I don't know, it just came out. It's why like albums like To Pimp a Butterfly were so mm-hmm. well received. It's why uh, album like our friend Ab's album, you know, you can hear it and it, it can be, he can be speaking to a certain audience, but yet everybody can get it. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about Ab's album as I've been listening to this because it, it sounds very different. You know, this, mm-hmm. you would not put on myth at a party. Um, <laughs> and, and I think you guys even said in your conversation with Ab or in, in the other, the show mm-hmm. uh, about it, like you could put dialogue on you at a party. Yeah. And yeah. every so often people are going to be like, as you know, as they're dancing or like having their good time, they go, wait, wait a minute. Like, did I just hear what I think I heard? You know, yeah, yeah. you're not going to put on myth, um, you know, hanging out with your friends, having a good time. Um, you know, it's a record that I listened to alone. Um, Actually, I've only listened to it alone except that one time when my wife came home um, because it is just such a powerful and kind of transformative experience that um, it's not that it shouldn't be shared, but it's just, you know, when you were first asking if I wanted to talk about this, it's kind mm-hmm. of like, what do we even say? You know, how, yeah. do, you, how do you talk about this? Yeah, um, I mean, and, and that's the thing. And, and that's why I didn't um, – you know, sometimes we do bigger panels than this, and I didn't really want to do a bigger panel on this because of exactly that. Um, it, it's a, it's a, there are things, no matter how woke you think you are, um, no matter how educated you are to anything, um, that, you know, sometimes you just need to think about it. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those things. It's a catalyst that, that forces you to think about that. Um, I, I think I did the same thing as you did. Uh, I suggested it to, uh, my partner, Daria, but I said, look, the vinyl's there, but wait till I'm gone. Like just go. You can listen to that and and figure that out. Um, yeah. Because I don't want to color your reaction to it. I, it. I mean, it's important that when people hear this record, that they actually like think about the words, the music they're seeing, how it affects them. Then go forth and talk to people who have heard it and compare notes. Right. And sort yeah. of sort of evangelize it to other people. Like, I just need you to trust me this time right. and listen to this fucking record. <laughs> you need to do this. You need yeah. to get this, you know, and I yeah. mean, you know, when, when I first got it and you and I were talking and I said, you know, I'd heard, um, now was it, I woke up in a fucked up America or was it, I had seen that, you know, the, the, the video, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then I got, I got the album and I was just, and I, and I remember, just, you know, I said to you, like, I don't think that I can, it was late at night and I said, yeah. I don't think I can listen to this tonight. Nope. You know, I have a nope. feeling I need to do this later, you know? Nope. You get to that first song, you're like, well, maybe, yeah. maybe I need to actually pencil this in, make an appointment with it. Um, and yeah. look, when was the last album, uh, and this put out by Jag Jaguar, but when was the last album of this year, at least that you can remember, like it, it is an appointment event. 
Yeah, nothing else. I I happened to be house sitting um, for some friends not long afterwards who live like literally in the middle of nowhere, like, you know, all but off the grid, you know, solar powered. They do Mm -hmm. have Wi-Fi now, but it's, you know, they just and they have a bunch of animals. So they need somebody to care for them when they're away. And so I was, you know, house sitting for them alone you know, literally in the middle of the woods and, and this like stone house, um, you know, with the, 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 husband of the couple is actually first cello in the Portland Symphony Orchestra. Oh, so nice. he's got this great sound system, you know? And, yeah. and um, so I, I just always listen to music obviously when I'm out there and, and I was like, this is the opportunity. Like I'm off here. I'm in the middle of nowhere. No one's going to see me cry as I'm listening yeah. to this, you <laughs> yeah. know, cause yeah. I know, you know, um, well, and, 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 yeah, oh, and you got to figure it out. And, and, you know, so, you know, this album does traffic in that. I mean, that is, uh, for people listening to this, so they need to know that this is, um, the, it's not passive at all. No, but it, and that's sort of the point. That's what, you know, life isn't passive. You know, I, I don't think art should be. I don't think any art no. is passive. No, I, I, you have I, to have a statement of some form. It doesn't always have to be political or sociopolitical. But you're saying something. That's the point. You wouldn't make. Yeah. You wouldn't create if you didn't have something to say. You know, <laughs> I should say you shouldn't create. You shouldn't create. Yeah, let's back that up because <laughs> uh, that's a very cogent uh, point there. Yeah, um, but you know. In all the darkness on this album, I think what is most fascinating is something that, that has, um, um, as we start to wind this down, that like in looking through his career, uh, I think he has like twenty five children and there maybe fifteen kids. Like, you know, this guy is about living life, mm-hmm. and so this isn't so much a like a money like I gotta, you know, put an album out, do a cycle, do this, and this is just like. This is just – he wanted to let people into this part of life right? Uh, for this. But he says uh, – there's a quote where he says he gets special pleasure from sharing his experience of learning to love oneself through creative activity. Hmm. That is um, – I hadn't read that <laughs> before yeah. I listened yeah. to this. But having read that, like it, it actually makes the album make complete sense. Absolutely. And um, – and makes him make sense. It makes me want to like dig into, um, like all his work. Yeah. Because I'm like, I mean, here's this, and and it's it's kind of putting aside the subject matter. It's kind of what I've been looking for for just all artists. Yeah. Be be this honest and stuff because it ends on a song. Uh, you know, so here's the tracks. I'm a suspect. Back for me. How far spaced out? I snuck off the slave ship. Woke up in a fucked up America. Copying the rock. Uh, which is uh, about the pipeline. Uh, coming back from distance between uh, the space of time, uh, there was always water down in the ghostness of darkness. And then sometimes I just want to dance. Yeah. And if I, I know it, it's like a reward at the end <laughs> of this journey, but it, it is so like, uh, you know, the first time I heard it, I just laughed. Mm-hmm. Like it was, could not like keep it inside. It was just like, wow. This is really. I'm feeling a lot of things, and and this guy's a sage. I'm ready to follow him. Let's start a religion, dude. Let's go. Yeah, right. And and all of a sudden, he's just like, sometimes I want to dance. <laughs> I'm like that's it. That's that's, yep, that's yep. the key. That's, that, that we need that too. You know, and that I think is in a, in a lot of ways is is kind of what 
you know, one of my first first comments, you know, when we started to talk here was was mm-hmm. that this, you know, is, is in the tradition of African American music, you know, and and that's what is so amazing about that music is it comes from the hardest times that anyone can possibly imagine or that are even beyond imagining, yeah. um, you know, what human beings can can go through, and yet to sing and to dance um, is you know such an essential part of human life and human experience, and that's the thing that that, that to me gets it the most. I kept thinking listening to this album like you know it's in the tradition of of like the church music but that still didn't Mm -hmm. quite feel right and i said you know it's it's spirituals and it still didn't feel right and it was yesterday listening to it again when i realized that what it is is it's the sorrow songs um yeah w.e du bois of the sorrow songs is one of the readings that i have my class do um it's one of the most powerful pieces of writing i have ever read Mm -hmm. i make the statement as we, as my class, um, you know, I teach juniors in high school for the most part, um, in this particular class. And and I say to them, it is impossible to read of the sorrow songs and think that this group of people is in any way inferior. You know, Du Bois was so brilliant and such an incredible writer and communicator. And that was what you know, for me, that was what made this album make sense so much. It, 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 like I, as I said, it, like it's part of this tradition. I know it is. I can't place exactly where it is. And spirituals was the closest, and that was going to be kind of you know my my point about this record. As I listened to it, it's like oh well, it, it's spirituals. And I said, no, it's it's of the sorrow songs. Yeah, and I mean to that point, you know, there is. Um the the flip side of that is there's also uh, there's no way without having that essentially in your DNA that you can really comprehend where that came from, and and I think that that if there's anything you take away from this is 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 meditate on that because yeah. that you, you you meditate on that and that will lead you to answers if yeah. you have I mean if you have questions. Yeah, like you should look. You should, especially if you're listening to this podcast, just be like, "Hey, man, you shouldn't treat people badly." <laughs> and like it is, it is literally that simple. And we, as like just a human organism, can't fucking do it. No, it so, it, it, it should be the easiest and most obvious thing in the world. Yeah, and we can't seem to manage that. You know, but this this offers like a a, a path to um to you know meditating on that and and figuring that out and uh, and maybe some peace. Yeah, um, and for me, when you put this album together with Dialogue by Aaron Abernathy oh yeah, and Harmony of Difference by Kamasi Washington, like yep. those three pieces of art of this last couple of years, like I'm not going to say it makes what we're going through worth it. Um, no, 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 no. But <laughs> if we have to go through this, my God, that music, you know. Yeah. There's been so much amazing stuff being made, uh, so many groups of people, so many different communities, but those three records, to me, in such different ways, are the meditation um, right now that I need. You know, Harmony of Difference is, is the soul-soothing. Yeah. Um, dialogue is the, like, pump-up. I mean, that album came to me at a time when I needed it in my work um, mm-hmm. to continue doing what I was doing, and um, and this one... I just I'm still processing. I, I don't know exactly all, where it fits in, but I know it has to fit in. All three of those things you mentioned are um the path, I think, to yeah. to saying um that we've been trying to figure out how to express like this particular truth and these these people have tapped into it and and so it's not so much I think the specific piece of work. I think the times have brought out the the necessity for that truth now. 
and and that these just sort of uh, sort of arose, yeah, through the miasma and and, and the ether, and um, and they're here, and so now people can look at them and um, and and you know look at this, like I said, look at Ab's album, look at Harmony of Difference, which uh, look, I'm of the opinion that that's the best work that Kamasi Washington and his crew will yeah. ever do, yeah. Yeah, I know people have different thoughts about that, but that sure. I mean, <laughs> but there's nothing more. Um, it just brings peace. Yeah, I love just about everything that that group of guys have been, have been doing. You know, yeah. group of players have been doing over the last uh, few years, but that one is just on a different level. Yeah. Um, you know, I love the Cameron Graves album. It's I, it's one of my favorite <laughs> yeah, records the last few Prince. years. It's so good. Yes, but like. like and, and I mean, in the epic, like I, I still, I, I'm still digesting um, Heaven and Earth, and I, and I'm not yeah. as big on that one quite yet. But like, but Harmony of Difference, like it, I was listening to that again on my way home today, and mm-hmm. it is very quickly rising in my favorite albums of all time. And I it's mean, quick. It, it's it, oh it, it's God, like it's, it's like what half an yeah. hour tops. Yeah. It's just like you're in, you're out. Here's the truth. Get on with your day. Carry it forward. Right. Um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> the epic and harmony of and uh, yeah, sorry, uh, and and heaven and earth are not not put no, this no, on no, to no, get no, on no. with and, day. And, and I say this, in, you know, in in uh, in talking with people like talking with people like Ab. So like, uh, I'm an atheist, uh, but I, I believe faith in like faith in at least goodness is important. Um, and uh, and and this is where I see, especially in this album, the the um, artifacts of faith. Yeah, that just are there. Uh, for people to find, and whether you're, you know, for this Christian, Buddhist, Hindu, whatever, it it it's all the same. Right. Believing in something is important, and whether that is some sort of divine figure or not doesn't matter. But having yeah. belief in something and some purpose, and most notably in treating people like human beings and treating people well, and you know, loving people. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. That's what and, that's and, what all of these records are saying. And, and and I'm gonna like steal a line from our friend uh, Casey Ray. Uh, you know, this is important. This means something. This means something exactly. Yep. And, uh, yep. and then it's, <laughs> it's like so, the tagline on all three of these records. This yep, is important. Yep. This means something. Yep. Dash exactly. Casey Ray. Exactly. So uh, go out and get it. Uh, Wes, thanks so much for taking the time to talk about this. We'll get it done. Hopefully, you'll be back on the podcast soon. When we, I don't know, is Wisconsin closer to Maine? Nah. Not particularly. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that plan's going to fall apart. There's uh, not much that's close to rural Maine, though, so, you know. But uh, we'll, we'll get you back on here sooner or later. Uh, everybody it. go out and get Myth by Lonnie Holly, and we're, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a few short minutes. Die, 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 die. Body's up and body's Sometimes I want to dance from uh, Lonnie Holly's myth. They're easing us out of that conversation. Big thanks to Wes Covey for taking the time to not just talk, but listen to that and um, and and share some feels. It's a, it's a feelsome album. It's a fearsome album. Uh, it's it's a remarkable album. It is one of the best albums, if not the best album of 2018. Uh, I love this. I hope we convinced you to love it because that was the whole point of doing this podcast uh, because you can't critique something like that too much something that human that 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 in touch with the universal you know whateverism um 
But go out and get it. It's on Jag Jaguar. It's on all the music sites. You can get it on vinyl. I did. Sounds fucking great, man. Uh, that is it for this episode of Chunky Lessons, the podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a rating or a message there. You can also listen to us in Google Play, Mixcloud, Stitcher, or Spotify. Uh, you can find us out on the web at www.chunkyglasses.com, on Twitter at, at @chunkyglasses, same with Instagram, and on Facebook at uh, Facebook slash Chunky Glasses. Uh, we're out there everywhere. Uh, and also Mauricio Castro and Avery Junius are out there everywhere, shooting shows every night in the D.C. area. Um, also some big, big news that I mentioned last week that has now come to pass. Uh, we have a new show. This is the brainchild of Casey Ray. You've heard on this very podcast many times but uh he's you know he's, he's a semi-famous dude maybe a, a wholly famous dude uh at any rate uh him and i talk about the dead a lot and and he and he has a lot to say and i jokingly this must have been a year ago said you, know, you should do a podcast or i'm here for you when you want to do that um and he just went and did it uh, and i don't know where the man had the time uh, how it came together but it did uh i'm doing a little work on it Eduardo is co-hosting, you know, Eduardo from the show's co-host, and that is a remarkable um, sort of exploration, a cross-cultural journey uh, through the land of the dead, if you will. Uh, the first episode is up now on iTunes. It is also on www.deadtomepod.com and uh, out on Twitter and Instagram at, at deadtomepod, uh, and it is fantastic, and I, um, I am so happy to be able to work on this, uh, that he's able to do this and get it out, and and it's great. So I hope you guys love it. And and look, if you are not a Dead fan or you are Dead curious, this is for you. This is not. I mean, Deadheads are gonna love it, right? But but it's not just for Deadheads. This is for like history nerds. This is for philosophy nerds. This is for music nerds. This is just. It is. It's. You've heard Casey talk, man. It's great. It's great. That's all I'm saying. So tune into that. Um, and uh, we'll have a few more announcements about that coming up next week. One of them is that we've partnered with Osiris Podcast Network. Um, I'll tell you more about that in the next episode. Uh, so that is it. We're out of here. We'll be back in about a week. Until then, be good to your ears. Be better to your people. We'll talk to you soon. Kenobi! <laughs> 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 <laughs>